With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 405 of the Talking Fires podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden with you here. It is May 29th, 2023. Happy Memorial Day. Uh, obviously, very, very thankful for those who have done much more than a lot of us would be willing to do, right? You know, fighting for our country, being away from family for an extended period of time. Uh, those active, those that are not active, uh, I really, really appreciate you. So any former military, active military, if you're watching, you're listening to this, uh, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Padres, they just claimed Gary Sanchez off of waivers from the New York Mets. So that is why I'm going on here. If you were here yesterday for the series reaction against the Yankees, uh, you know that my internet went down and it was just an S show. So I apologize for that. Obviously, don't have control over that. I wish it was better, uh, but hopefully it goes okay today. It's not going to be a, a long show, uh, but just given my thoughts on this move, I'll go through the chat. If you have any super chats that you want to get in there to make sure that I get to you, you can put them in there. It supports the channel as well, so I appreciate those. Uh, but yeah, Padres, they claim Gary Sanchez here. He is expected to join the San Diego Padres uh, major league roster tomorrow uh, in Miami ahead of that Miami Marlins series. The Padres just announced that on social media officially. So for me, this move is kind of like, hey, why not? You know, what can the Padres lose here? Kind of like how I said yesterday, what can the Padres lose by having Brett Sullivan catch more than Austin Nola? Like, what is there to lose? What is there to lose with this signing? I know Gary Sanchez, he just got DFA'd by the Mets. On Thursday, that's what allowed the Padres to claim him. Uh, 
by the way, the Padres, they're going to be paying Gary Sanchez around $1.1 million if he stays on the roster this year um, because the Mets, it was obviously a waiver claim. So the Mets, whatever they paid him was prorated. Now the Padres, they pick up the salary, which was, I believe, $1.5 million. So the Padres have to pay the rest of that. So he's going to be on the big league roster. And Sanchez, like there's more potential there than there is with Austin Nola. So maybe, you know, that's the question now is, is Austin Nola going to be DFA'd? Is he going to be placed on the IL, you know, saying that he's hurt? And it's just kind of a fake IL thing just to see what Sanchez can give to the Padres. Is it going to be Domingo Tapia that's just going to be sent down for a little bit and they're just, they're, they'll just work with one less reliever? Like, what is that move going to be now with Gary Sanchez on the roster? I don't think it's Brett Sullivan that would be going down because I think the Padres would want a lefty bat catcher and a righty. Sanchez is a righty. Sullivan's a lefty. Nola's a righty. So are they going to carry three catchers and one less reliever or one less position player? I don't know about that. I feel like the Padres would just say, hey, Nola, we'll place you on the IL for a little bit, maybe work on something. I don't know what there is to work on. Like with Nola, just look at the numbers. Since 2022, hasn't been good. Gary Sanchez, uh, since 2022, the start of 2022, it's much better. The offensive potential is there. Last season, he was was catching a lot of games for the Minnesota Twins. He caught, I don't know about catching, but he played in 128 games for the Twins last year. This was after, obviously, his stint or his tenure with the Yankees. And he hit 16 bombs. That's more bombs than Austin Nola is probably going to hit the rest of his career. And I don't know how much longer his career is like, and shout out to, uh, at too much Morton's on Twitter. Great social media follow. This is since the start of 2022, comparing Gary Sanchez and Austin Nola's numbers here, a 1.2 F four for Sanchez, negative 0.5 for Austin, 478 plate appearances for Sanchez, 513 for Nola. So it's a, it's a good sample size for both. 88 weighted runs created plus for Gary, 77 for Austin Nola. I, I thought it'd be a little bit lower for Austin, to be honest. 39 barrels for Gary, eight. Eight barrels for Austin Nola. 16 home runs for Gary, five home runs since the start of 2022 for Austin Nola. You look at the percentiles on baseball savant, uh, average exit velocity, 78th percentile which is in the not dark red, but it's kind of in the red, uh, the lighter red for Gary. Austin Nola, his average exit velocity this year, 2023, four, which is obviously cold blue, uh, fourth percentile there, terrible. Hard hit percentage, fifth percentile. Hard hit percentage for Gary, 92nd percentile. And is there an average exit velocity here? Average exit velocity, yes, yeah, 78th percentile. Whiff rate, not great for Gary. Like the strikeouts there. Uh, Noah does not strike out as much as Gary. But like the Padres, they need something from this, from the catching position offensively. The way this lineup's going, 
it feels like all the time Nola's up at the plate when there's guys with runners in scoring position or Brett Sullivan's up at the plate with runners in scoring position. So again, why not try it with Gary? Why not? It can't go, it can't go worse than Austin, can it? I don't think it can. Austin's like one of the worst catchers in baseball. Um offensively. That's what I'm and the catching position for the Padres. I mean, can Gary do better than this? Arne Tripp t- tweeted this out moments ago. Can he do better than a 160 average, which is what the Padres catching as a whole this year has done? Can he get on base more than 23.5% of the time? Can his OPS plus be above 50? Can it be better than 50% below league average? Can his weighted runs created plus be better than 40? You know, I don't think that's asking for a ton. So we'll see. I would expect, I mean, I don't know if I should say I would expect Gary to be in the lineup tomorrow because they are facing Alcantara. This would be Gary's first game with the Padres. So maybe they'd want him to catch some bullpens of some guys um, a little bit, maybe be a bat off the bench to start. But then that would mean that they're probably carrying three catchers, right? Or they'd have Sullivan start and hope that he doesn't get hurt. If he gets hurt, then you just play like high school or little league and you don't know really much about the pitcher. You can have the pitcher call signs if you want. I mean, whatever on the pitch comp and you just throw Gary out there. But even if they do that, like, can it be worse than Austin? Can Gary throw out runners, have a better chance at throwing out runners than Austin? I would think so. Um, it's it's a low bar. So, yeah, this isn't like an amazing signing or anything. Or maybe it will. Maybe it'll end up being like Rugnet Odor, and Gary ends up being one of the better hitters on this Padres team. I know Odor sucked at the beginning, and maybe that's what happens with Gary. But again, the catching position offensively for the Padres has been bad. It sucked. So it wouldn't be anything new. You know, see what Gary can do. Maybe he will end up being like Rugnet Odor and catch fire, and you can ride that as long as it happens. And then when it stops, I mean, maybe they keep Gary on the roster because they're paying him over a million dollars. And they they just decide to part ways with Austin Nola, which I don't think any of us would be too sad about. I mean, look, again, it's nothing personal. I, I say again, I haven't said it on this show right here, but I've said in the past, like, it's nothing against Austin personally, obviously. He's a great guy. You see him talk to the media. He's very upfront. Like, yeah, I need to be better. Like he understands it and he's trying, trying to do any little thing. Like he, I, I saw something, I forget it was from Dennis Lynn or Kevin AC, probably AC about how him situationally just saying, I'm trying to do whatever I can, whether it's just a sack fly to the outfield, moving runners over, whatever I can to help this team offensively. So he's trying. It's, Trying's just not good enough when you're five games under 500 and you made this big trade and you're not performing up to any le- uh, anywhere close to the level that the Padres expected. Like he is nowhere, he's he's not what he was with the Seattle Mariners, at least average wise. Um, so again, why not? We'll see what happens with Gary. You know, he was at one time, he was an all star, two time all star actually with the New York Yankees. In 2017, the guy hit 33 home runs. 2019, last time he was an all-star, hit 34 home runs. 
you know, less than a full season left. So I'm not saying he's going to go hit 30 home runs for the Padres and he'd have to play almost every day. And when Campy comes back, we'll see what happens there. Uh, maybe this is just a short term thing here, but Camposano's not even close to returning. So maybe it's not really a short term thing. Um, again, I'm interested in seeing what that roster move is going to be. Is it going to be a reliever, go down a reliever for a little bit, wait till Sanchez is more familiar with the Padres staff. And then you do something with Nola or do you just do it immediately and you have Nola be DFA'd or you put him on the IL and say, yeah, he's hurt. Something's wrong. And you give Gary 10 days, see what he can do him and Sullivan. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Obviously try something. If it doesn't work, well, this isn't working right now either. So why not? Um, after 2019, I mean, you saw the strikeout rate increase from 28% to 36%. Uh, you saw the war obviously go from F4 from 2.4 to negative, negative 0.1. Uh, weighted runs created plus went from 116 in 2019 to 69 in 2020. I know that's a short year, but something happened there. Something happened there. I'm, I wasn't watching every Yankee game back then, so I can't sit here and act like I know exactly what was going on. But I do remember Yankees fans uh, not being too happy with Gary and wanting a change there. 2021, excuse me, before we get to 2022, 2021 with the Yankees, plays 117 games, hits over 20 home runs, uh, but that's not near what he what the production was in 2019. The average was down compared to 2019. It was at 204 on base percentage, 307. Slugging was at 423 compared to 525. Um, yeah, so, and it just has not, he hasn't seen the same production since. 2022 with the Twins, got that shot, was about the same that he was in 2021 with the Yankees in terms of F4. RBIs was about the same. So we'll see what he is. I mean, he didn't get a chance with the Mets. He got three games, right? Six at bat. So I'm not going to read anything into what he was with the New York Mets. For me, it's kind of like, well, let, let's just see what happens. I'm not really, I'm not going to have any expectations. Maybe I should expect Gary to produce more than what Austin Nola was producing, but that's about it. I mean, again, the low, the, the bar is very low. I'm just, Going to wait and see what happens. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but might as well try. That's that's how I feel about it right now. Oh, it's Devin's birthday. Congratulations. I see that in the chat. Or not congratulations. When I say congratulations, congratulations to making it to however old you are, however young you are. Uh, happy birthday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ari says, buy NOLA, DFA, or AAA is the question. Yeah. Does he, does he have options left? Let me. I'm gonna look at that right now. Cause, yeah, because if he has options left, then might not even need some fake IL thing. Just send him to the minor leagues. Yeah, he has two options left, so maybe they just have Noah go down to AAA. Could see that because Gary, according to Kevin Acey, I was just reading his article on the Union Tribune at the end. There, he was saying that yeah, Sanchez is expected to join the team in Miami ahead of the Marlins series. He was teammates with Manny and Soto and Cruz on the team DR um, for the WBC. So there's probably some relationship there. We'll see what happens. But yeah, Gary, it seems like he's going to be on the roster. It's just a question of do they keep, do they have Noah on the roster still for a little bit? Or do they just say, yeah, we'll just send you to AAA? Because they're not going to trade him, I wouldn't think. Who wants him? And two, the organization, you know, if you don't, if you like, whether you like it or not, the Padres organization, they do value Austin Nola. His relationship with pitchers, him being able to play pretty much every day or whenever he's called on, they do value that. And pitchers do like him. They do like catching to him. Alex says, unfortunately, I think Soli will go to AAA again and we will hold Nola until the All-Star game. He will be a trade piece. Yeah, but a trade piece, the other team has to want the guy. That's the thing. You know, like Hosmer, no one wanted him. Who's going to want Austin Nola? The Padres got to ask them that. Got to ask themselves that. And he has an option. And Sully going to AAA, so they're going to have two right-handed catchers. I think they want a left-handed catcher and a right-handed. And the way you do that is you have Sanchez as the righty and Sullivan as the lefty. Quan says Nola is going to be Darvish's personal catcher for now. Maybe, but like I said yesterday, Darvish is calling his pitches on Pitchcom. If you watch the broadcast, he calls his pitches. Not every Padres pitcher does, but he does. So why does Darvish have to rely on Austin Nola if Darvish is just going to call his pitches? Why not try Gary Sanchez or why not try Brett Sullivan? Give it a shot. What do you have to lose? Have another bad outing? I mean, 
at this point, you're five games under 500. Try something else. Change it up. Let, let's see what happens. Devin says, Luke Voigt was DFA too. Should the Padres go after him if Cruz continues to struggle? Well, I assume he was DFA'd for a reason, like probably because he struggled too. I don't see the Padres picking him up. All right, I'll be back after this. Check out Gaglion Bros Famous Cheesesteaks and Garlic Fries on Friars Road. You can visit their website, gaglionbros.com, for their entire menu and enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and Snapdragon Stadium as well. I see her in the chat. Quan says, Nola can be the bullpen catcher. Yeah. Except I think, you know, you have to be on the roster. I, I wouldn't be, knowing that he has options now, I wouldn't be surprised to see him just go down to AAA, to be honest. Maybe he'll hit home runs there. I think he has one home run this year, and it was in Mexico City, which is kind of like El Paso. Yeah, Otologist says, I think we are at the point where anything could help. Whatever we have right now is not working. Sanchez at least has some power. If he can hit a ball into the outfield with a guy on third and one out every other game, I'd be beyond happy compared to what we have now. Yeah, I mean, the other day, right, I didn't agree with Bomell's decision, by the way, to have Austin Nola pinch hit for Brett Sullivan there. You know, or maybe they didn't because they sent him up there to bunt even though they – they should know that Anthony Rizzo stands like right in front of home plate for bunts. He doesn't go crashing in. No, he's just standing right there. So they still had Nola go up there to bunt. They should have just had Sullivan go up there because Nola doesn't have any power. Might as well have Sullivan just swing and see what happens because you you, you weren't going to get Hassan Kim to third there on a bunt. Rizzo's standing right there. So yeah, having Nola pinch hit there didn't make sense to me. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of the offense not coming through with runners in scoring position, but the catchers are one of those things. Yeah. And, shoot, we might have, let's say Sanchez plays in this series at some point. Might have runners on second and third with two outs, and Sanchez strikes out on three pitches. Might. But, to be honest, I'd rather try it. If that happens, well, Nola might have done the same thing. So, might as well try it. What what do they have to lose at this point? Brent says Sanchez has always been a big time pull hitter, so he should see some benefit from the lack of the shift. Also, yeah, I could see that. Want a quick uh, preview here of Marlins Padres before I get to briefly some other San Diego sports stuff. Again, it's a quick show today. Wasn't planning on doing this, but. Gary Sanchez coming to the Padres. I thought I'd come on and do this combo here real quick. So Ryan Weathers against Sandy Alcantara tomorrow. Alcantara, he's not pitching like the Cy Young Alcantara last year, but it's still the name, right? And he's still, you know, in his prime. And it's like, all right, well, that's, that might be tough for the Padres. Uh, that's at 340 tomorrow. Wednesday's game, Blake Snell on the mound. And he is going to be facing off against who is this Garrett I don't know if I've heard of this guy oh oh actually yeah I have Braxton Garrett 450 ERA so far this year 
that's at 340 as well. With Blake, you know, get back on that good path where he's given up, you know, a couple runs instead of, what, six? Is that how many that he gave up? His, or am I thinking of not his last outing, but his second to last outing? Yeah, because his last, yeah, I forgot about the Nats outing. The, the Nats outing, he was fine. Gave up a couple runs, uh, bases loaded spots. You don't want those, but he got out of them. I'm thinking of the May 19th outing where he went four innings, gave up six runs. Uh, yeah, get away from that, obviously. So game two, that's Snell. And then game three, the series finale, Thursday day game, Musgrove against Jesus Lizardo, former top A's prospect. So that'll be an interesting pitching matchup. Musgrove obviously coming off that really good outing uh, against the Yankees on Friday night, the one game that they won in the series. You know, the Marlins, they're not playing great baseball, but they're not playing bad baseball either. They're 28 and 26, which is better than the Padres. And I don't think we were expecting the Miami Marlins to be better than the San Diego Padres, you know, through Memorial Day. But here's that's where we are. And there's some guys that can get you in that lineup. Jorge Soler, obviously, is one that I immediately think of. Skip Schumacher, former associate manager for the Padres under Jace Tingler. He actually was on the show when he was with the Padres. So um, we'll see. We'll see if he gets ejected. Remember that series in Miami when he got pissed off at the umpires? That was funny. That was hilarious. I might have to bring that one back. But, yeah, so Marlins Padres starting tomorrow. Padres had the day off here on Memorial Day. Hopefully they can take two out of three here and finish with, what, a five and four road trip? Because if they don't, then they have a losing road trip. And you're going back home. You're playing the Cubs who are scuffling. But I think they're going to get Marcus Stroman because he just pitched today. So, yeah, not great there. Uh, Devin says, some people are worried about Darvish. Are you worried, Ben? I'm not worried yet. Um, I, I got to see a larger sample size of him struggling before I get worried about him. Like you, Darvish, he's a guy, like immediately after he sucked yesterday in that third inning, he was looking at the iPad with Joe Musgrove, looking over film. Okay, what am I doing wrong here? What happened? Like this guy prepares really, really well. Mud on the broadcast, he said, I remember at some point, this year he was talking about how yeah Darvish is always looking at film like on I forget if he said on the plane or the bus whatever like he's always studying so I'm Darvish is not someone I'm going to start worrying about just because he had a bad inning against the Yankees left pitches over the middle of the plate you know that's going to happen when you're facing uh, an AL contender Yeah, I agree, Antonio. Got nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, with the Gary Sanchez signing. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. What number is he going to wear? What did he wear? Did he wear 24? I think. Was it 24 with the Yankees? I think it was 24. 24 used. If it's someone obvious, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, oh, oh, door. Okay. Oh, door wears 24. So we'll see what number he wears. But right now, I mean, I'm just thinking, so, you know, I don't see, is it, is it Nelson Cruz that they're just going to part ways with? I don't think so. 
I think it's going to be Nola going down to AAA or one of the bench pieces. Or, excuse me, one of the bullpen pieces is what I meant to say. Maybe they'll have Tapia go down and just ride with the bullpen pieces that they have. Maybe they'll have Drew Carlton. Uh, Drew Carlton's pitch fine, though. Maybe they'll have him go down and it'll just be like an up, down, up, down thing where they just keep bringing in a reliever so he's fresh. Maybe they do that. We'll see. Yeah, I saw that, Quan. Yeah. Was 24 with the Yankees, but Odor wearing number 24. So, yeah, the question is what happens with Austin Nola? And it's a wait and see with Sanchez. Might as well. Might as well do it. We'll see if Underdog Fantasy tomorrow has a higher lower on the hit total for Sanchez if he's in the starting lineup. I wouldn't expect him to be, but we'll see. Check out Underdog Fantasy. Great pick'ems, best ball tournaments. Um, obviously, on my pregame thoughts every day, I have that Padres pick for you. Uh, they, they must have known something with you, Darvish. I think I had pitch count higher on that Darvish start, and it, he went lower, obviously, because he really struggled in that third inning. Uh, but BreakingT.com as well, great San Diego sports swag, Aztecs, Wave, Padres. Click that link in the description. And SeatGeek, code Talking Friars. If you're in Miami going to one of those games, use SeatGeek. Uh, code Talking Friars, $20 off of your order. Or if you're going to go to one of the games this upcoming homestand, feel free to use that code, $20 off. Um, all right, let's get to the one San Diego sports topic that I wanted to touch on. And I already made a video about this on YouTube, so you can check that out if you want to. Uh, but just a quick minute, couple-minute thing here. Lamont Butler, he announced earlier today that he is coming back to San Diego State for his senior season. That's great news for Aztecs fans like myself, obviously. Um, like this guy, obviously, the face of the program, the big shot that he made in the Final Four. But he's he was going to be a starting player next season if he came back. And so he's going to be a starting player. He's a big part in this team because he plays good defense. He doesn't give up um, scrappy. He's willing to, you know, sacrifice his own stats sometimes for the team, which is what Brian Dutcher and the coaching staff, that's what they want, right? They don't just go recruit anyone. They want guys that are going to buy into that Aztec culture, if you will. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's that's a key piece. And now Jane Ledee is the next guy that San Diego State is waiting on to see if he will come back. Seems like he will. Butler, he was just like Ledee. He was maybe testing some waters. Uh, Ledee, I think it was maybe NBA waters a little bit, but the, more of the talk was on Lamont. It was him. He was working out for Memphis, I think Utah, Milwaukee. I know he worked out for, but he didn't get invited to the draft combine. So it was either declare for the draft or come back. And because he wasn't, on, wasn't going to the combine, like it was going to be come back. Like it seemed like that was going to happen uh, because I forget if it was this month or it was earlier in this off season, obviously his dad was talking to the union tribune and Lamont Butler was uh, pretty much announcing like, yeah, I'm not transferring. It's declaring for the draft or coming back. And, Obviously, he wasn't going to get drafted, so coming back was obvious was the obvious choice. But we weren't exhaling, you know. The Aztec fan base wasn't exhaling until it actually happened. But now we can exhale because it happened. And now Jaden Ledee, we're waiting on that. When that happens, we can exhale. But I'm, I'm expecting him to come back as well. Um, and 
Another thing I obviously love about Lamont, loyalty. I love those that really love San Diego State, love just San Diego sports, love San Diego, those that are loyal to the city. Um, and that's what he was. Like he got in a million dollar uh, NIL offer from a school, hundreds of thousands of dollar NIL offers from other schools. And Lamont's dad was telling the Union Tribune, maybe it was earlier this month, like, yeah, not all money is good money, something to that. Like, you know, he loves San Diego State. He's going to come back or declare for the draft. Like, he's always an Aztec. He loves it at San Diego State. And so it's great to see him to come back. He's going to get a ton of love when that first game happens at Viejas and they probably unveil the banners and all that. And he's going to get love uh, the entire year. You know, that's another thing that I'm happy that Lamont's coming back. Like, he gets to have that love all season long in this senior year. Not just the Snapdragon celebration or if he was going to come back for one game or something, you know, to come sit courtside. No, he's going to be able to play for this senior year. And maybe they go win it all. I mean, I'm not expecting them to. You know, it's very hard to get that deep in the NCAA tournament. Like, that felt like a dream that they went on. But they're going to be having another really solid team, you would think, with some transfers that they've added. Jay Powell, Reese Dixon Waters. Yeah, they've lost some guys. They lost their leading scorer, Matt Bradley. But they should have another contending team next year. And so it's going to be fun to watch, obviously. So that's just one thing that I wanted to hit on. Uh, any more thoughts here real quick on the Gary Sanchez move? Just seeing if there's any. Don't see any tweets, no updates. Okay. Just making sure. Because I was I was making a breakdown for my Baseball Struck YouTube channel. Baseball, MLB, some softball, college sports uh, content there. So you can check that out um, for, again, breakdowns, commentary on Major League Baseball and other stuff. I recommend you going over there. I was making a breakdown that's going to go out tomorrow morning when this news happened. So I had my phone in uh, like, do not disturb. So I had no idea about the news. It came down like 40 minutes before I saw it. So that's why I came on here a little bit late. Um, let's see. Michael says Sanchez is going to be the reason we squeak into the playoffs and go to the NLCS again. I doubt that, but I'm hoping that he can be like a Rugnet Odor, you know, get, you know, uh, hopefully not get off to the, the slow start that Odor did, but come in, be a pleasant surprise offensively, and the Padres can just write him however long he continues to, to be hitting better than the other offensive options. Uh, and maybe they'll send Nola to the minors because he has some options left. We'll see. Victron714 says, should we, should we be worried about Xander? Maybe some will because of the wrist thing, but looking at his history, the wrist issue, it goes away with time. And I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal later in the year. So I'm, I'm not at the point where I'm worrying about Xander. You obviously wish that the production was better, but you understand why the production is not where it was at at the beginning of the year. Um, I think it was May 10th or May 11th. He felt some pain and he's, he's had to battle through that. And so that, that's a reason um, when you're dealing with that wrist issue and you're swinging and all that, like I assume that it, it's going to make it harder or more painful to swing. 
So I don't want to make full, I don't want to fully excuse Xander's struggles. I'm not going to fully excuse it, but I'll give him a little bit of slack, uh, especially with the start that he, you know, carrying it felt like the Padres offense at the beginning. I'll give him a little bit of slack and, and the track record as well. Carpenter, Devin. Yeah, Carpenter, I'd be more worried about. I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. I mean, there's some swings that are just ugly. Let me look at his baseball savant page actually here real quick. Cause I want to, I want to see if the problem's deeper or he's just kind of getting unlucky. Like, is he hitting the ball hard or not? Let's see here. Cause the DH spot for the Padres, it's not great either. Let's see here. Baseball savant. Okay, so he's not even hitting the ball hard. So yeah, that that's that's worrisome. He's striking out a lot, sixth percentile. I mean, you go look at his baseball savant page, it's bad. It's a lot of blue. Hard hit percentage, fifth percentile. Average exit velocity, seventh percentile. He's not slugging, not hitting the ball hard. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm worried about Carpenter. We'll see if he'll we'll see if he can turn it around and same with Nelson Cruz. I imagine though that it's hard for them to get in a groove if they're not playing every day, but they knew what they signed up for and they're veterans. It's not like they're going to have excuses. They know they have to be better and we'll see if they they do be better. Maybe maybe they go with Gary as a DH guy because the two DHs are struggling. They go with Gary DHing for a little bit, have him get more comfortable with the Padres pitching staff. You can continue to have Nola and Sullivan on the roster here for a little bit. Then they send Nola to the minors once Sanchez is more acclimated. You know, maybe give some mental days off for from Nelly and for Matt Carpenter, or maybe not mental days off, but just giving them time to go work in the cage or go work before the game on stuff. You know, uh, have Sanchez DH, and you, like I said earlier, you send down Tapia or something. And you just go back and forth for a little, for a few days or something like that. Go back and forth. You know, the reliever that pitched the night before, send them down and bring up a fresh reliever, you know, for that last reliever spot. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But Sanchez from the Mets to the Padres claimed off waivers. Padres are paying him over a million dollars here. Why not? That, that That's probably what the Padres thinking was. Why not? It's a, it's, there's, there's higher potential, higher ceiling. I sound like a scout, higher ceiling than Nola and Sullivan offensively. And we'll see if it works out. Why not? They're five games under 500. Throw it up against the wall. See if it sticks. All right. That's it. Talking Friars episode 405. Thank you everyone for watching or listening. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you later.